0: Remember, a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best. Tonight from Hollywood, the makers of Hallmark greeting cards bring you Anne Baxter in Margaret Irwin's Elizabeth, Captive Princess on the Hallmark Playhouse. This week, Hallmark will bring you Hollywood's greatest stars in outstanding stories chosen by one of the world's best-known authors, the distinguished novelist, Mr. James Hilton.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, this is James Hilton. Tonight on our Hallmark Playhouse, we present a dramatization of Margaret Irwin's fine historical novel, Elizabeth's Captive Princess. It has been said that English history has never been more glorious than during the reign of her great queens, and it is the early life of one of these queens whose story we tell tonight, a tragic, tempestuous story full of the destiny of great events, full also of the personal heartbreak that can afflict both royalty and commoners alike. This girl, Elizabeth who was to rule England splendidly through half a century, reached the throne only after storms and ordeals, which made her a lonely and tragic as well as a triumphant figure. To play such a part, we are fortunate indeed to have an actress for whom tonight, the night when the Hollywood Academy Awards are being distributed, may well be an important occasion, Miss Anne Baxter. And now a word about Hallmark Cards from Frank Goss, before we begin the first act of Elizabeth, Captive Princess. There are Hallmark cards
0: for every memorable occasion on your calendar. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays. Yes, for every occasion that calls for remembrance. For a friendly greeting, a word of good cheer, an expression of sympathy. There is a Hallmark card that says just what you want to say. The way you want to say it. And that identifying Hallmark on the back. Well, that says you cared enough to send the very best. And now, Hallmark Playhouse. Presenting Margaret Irwin, Elizabeth, Captive Princess, starring Anne Baxter.
1: The month is July and the year 1553. Henry VIII is in his grave. The boy king, Edward VI, rules England, and the crafty Duke of Northumberland rules Edward. There are reports from London that the king is ill, and the news has reached the Princess Elizabeth at her country place. The princess, half-sister to the king and daughter of Henry VIII, fair to look upon, and not yet twenty. Mrs. Ashley,
2: must my carriage wait upon a worthless maid and her baggage? Ashley!
1: I come, madam, I come. I
2: went to attend to your orders. And then he asked to see your grace. He? Woman, I have no time for babbling. Who is he? Uh, Dr. Turner, your grace, fresh from London. And which is my destination, doctor? My brother sends word he's sick under death and would see me. Your grace, I must talk with you privately. But my good doctor... Let us
3: go into your chambers. And now, sir. if you please your grace, you are suffering a return of the fever. You must go to bed. What? I have no fever? Uh, madam, your health is my duty, your happiness, my hope, as both have been these many years. But uh, if you go to London, your health and your pleasure may be beyond my power to protect.
2: Is this a warning? An end to will speak out.
3: The bells speak for me.
2: So, the king is dead.
3: Three days ago.
2: But his message this changed within his hour. A
3: forgery by the hand of Northumberland. The Duke has placed his daughter-in-law upon the throne, the Lady Jane Grey.
2: Queen Jane? Oh, never.
3: Queen Jane she is, and Northumberland's son the king.
2: And my sister Mary, what says she? Northumberland asks the same question, but she cannot be found. She is the daughter of Henry VIII, as I am. She is Tudor, as I am. And she is older than I by 18 years. And so the crown belongs to her.
3: And if she be taken prisoner, then to you.
2: And if I be taken prisoner, then Queen Jane's throne is Queen Jane's throne.
3: So runs Northumberland's thinking.
2: Dr. Turner, my dear friend, I owe you my kindest thanks.
3: You will not venture to London?
2: No. Only to bed with many guards of us. For, as you say, I am flushed with fever. <laughs> I be queen. I was happy as Lady Jane Grey. With my book. With my tutors.
3: Oh, my Lord, will and I Your it.
4: Highness, tears will not wash away the Princess Mary or her army. Since she marches on London, <laughs> I march on her. While Mary and her sister live, our heads sit loose on our shoulders.
2: You are not one of us. Yet you come here
5: openly. Northumberland's army is no more. He has been taken. Oh. And I. Under arrest, my lady. In the gracious name of Mary the Queen, I am come to convey you to the tower.
2: Your Majesty and my dearest sister, this day my heart is glad for you and England. By your leave, I shall come to London to render such service as you command. We bid you welcome, Sister Elizabeth. Your Majesty. I trust that the quarters provided for you are to your liking. They are, all save the view, the view. The Duke of Northumberland was not my friend, nor yours. Yet it gives me no pleasure to see his head in the public square. Necessary warning to all who would betray. By the by, I've heard that your entrance into our city was greeted with much joy. It is said that the people shouted, long live Elizabeth, our future queen. Still, Grace, we were once happy children together. Let there be no division. Division there must be. My first act of Parliament shall declare my mother Catherine of Aragon the only true wife of King Henry. And I his only legitimate child. Is that plain? Very plain. I know your wish is to be my heir. But I shall provide a better one. I'm 37. Yet women older than I have married and born children. You frown. I have dashed your hope. For England, madam, not myself. Then the rumor is true that you think of King Philip of Spain. Yes. The ruler of a great empire, the lord of the new world. Spain will be our ally against France. If you marry Spain, Spain swallows England. That's sure word. You place your love of England above mine. Forgive oh, me, your grace. But there is a saying, the Habsburgs do not need to fight. Instead they marry. Then let it be so with the Tudors. I have this day the offer of the Prince of Piedmont for your hand. Piedmont, you shrink back. I wish no foreign marriage, nor to leave England with a foreign husband. I am English. I shall live in England, or if it be, die here. Again, you aim your words at me. You oppose my love for King Philip. The people do matter. Oh, the people. You set yourself against Philip, and you would set the people against him. That is your plan. Mary, my dearest sister, our enemies do their best to see us fall out. I beg of you, do not listen to their whispers. Above all, do not condemn me unheard. You will be heard. <laughs> you are always good at that. But now King Philip's ambassador waits for me. I am free to go. To enjoy the pleasures of your court. All things. And the view of Republic Square. Ah, oh, Insults, threats! I've taken my last... My lady, that porcelain was a gift from the Queen. A bribe. One moment she strokes me, the next she scratches. A frightened old maid who prays of love and marriage and children and eats herself up with jealousy of my youth. Cut our things, Mrs. Ashley. I'll return to the country. My lady, is it wise? Have you the Queen's permission? I have only her permission to grow old and ugly as she is. That woman, I'm still Elizabeth the Princess. I'm young and I'm free and I mean to live. (laughs)
4: My Lady Elizabeth, say you will dance this pavane with me.
2: Who are you? I know your face.
4: Here at Ashbridge, I am known simply as a lute player in your grace's orchestra. What? Sir Thomas Wyatt, if it please you.
2: Wyatt, you were in London, a friend of the French ambassador. Shh.
4: Dance with me and listen. You
2: dragged your way into my
4: house. For good reason, madam. King Philip is to land at Plymouth. We will not have him. It seems we must. My sister puts us into Spanish chains. And even now, Spanish terror spreads through the land. Men are burnt as heretics and others to the dungeon.
2: You come here to tell me what I already know.
4: And more you do not know. The King of France offers you money and men and the safety of his court. He would be a father to you as he is to that other Mary. Mary of Scotland. Sir, I will have no part of treason. The wrong word, my lady. Plymouth and the men of Kent are already rising to put out this Spanish king. And if necessary, your sister. I lead them tomorrow.
2: May God have mercy on you.
4: And on you. For the Queen will think you one of us.
2: Cannot be helped. I will not fight my sister.
4: Even if you should sit on the throne? No.
2: For what peace should I have in my own reign if I had rebelled against my sovereign?
4: Ah. The dance is over and I must go to my troops. But say one more word, my lady. At least, wish me well.
2: That I cannot refuse for the sake of England. Yes, I wish you well, even though I tremble for tomorrow. (laughs) King Philip refused to land and Wyatt's army is at the gates of London. You will be queen.
3: My lady, Wyatt besieges the palace. Your sister is almost prisoner.
2: Almost is not good enough, sir, when dealing with a Tudor.
3: Your Grace, the government's use for terms It is over, my Lady Elizabeth Or rather, Your Majesty
6: Mrs.
2: Ashley. come away from the window Wait, I think Ah, Yes, yes, it is the Queen's own carriage driving into the courtyard Oh, they come to fetch you to London in state. Then help me drop, woman. Even the Queen's bodyguards. Hundreds of them come to do you honour. Oh, ma'am, this is a great day. It seems a miracle. I thought my sister had more friends. Two locks. Sussex. Sussex? Married on Lord. Enter, sir. My Lord Sussex.
5: Your Grace. I bear greetings from Her Majesty the Queen. What, Queen? She begs me to report that your friend and conspirator, Sir Thomas Wyatt, has been captured. No. Oh, no. Go on, sir. By the grace of God and by your sister's magnificent no. encouragement of the loyal troops, the rebellion has been dispersed.
2: And so the acts will have more work to do. The square will be peopled with heads.
5: Already, madam. This morning it was the Lady Jane Grey.
2: That child! But she was innocent.
5: Her Majesty cares not. And now, Your Grace, she commands you to London. I will not go. Forgive me, my lady, but my troops fill your courtyard and the hall outside.
2: (laughs) Mrs. Ashley, my rap. Your queen for an hour is now the queen's prisoner.
0: We'll return to the second act of Elizabeth, Captive Princess, starring Anne Baxter. The other day, I visited a friend of mine who was in the hospital. He has often teased me in the past about my enthusiasm for greeting cards. But when I walked into his room, you know what he was doing? Uh-huh. Sitting up in bed with get-well cards strewn all over the covers, chuckling to himself as he went over each one. Look at this one, Frank. Wasn't that nice of Miss Johnson to send me a card? Well, I'll bet I haven't said more than good morning to her in all the years she's been in our office. And imagine old Joe sending me a card about playing golf. You know, they must know me better than I thought they did. A lot of the cards I've received seem like they were expressly written for me. If you've ever been sick or watched a sick person enjoy the cards he receives, then you know how important they are. And when you choose a Hallmark card, you can always find one that says what you want to say, just the way you want to say it. Whether it's a gay and humorous one or a sweet and sentimental one, you'll find that every Hallmark card is designed to carry your thoughts straight to the hearts of your friends and give their hearts a lift. Because Hallmark cards do this so well, you'll notice more and more that people of good taste instinctively look for that Hallmark on the back of each card, that familiar Hallmark which tells your friends you cared enough to send the very best. Now back to James Hilton in the second act of Margaret Irwin's Elizabeth, Captive Princess, starring Anne Baxter.
1: The Princess Elizabeth is now a prisoner in the palace of Whitehall. While Queen Mary debates what shall be done with her half-sister, the Earl of Sussex and Bishop Gardiner and others of the Queen's Council question the royal captive, hour after hour, day after day.
2: Enough, please. I have answered fully and fairly.
0: lady, you have answered nothing. I have spoken with Sir Thomas Wyatt in the Tower, and he accuses you of the rebellion.
2: My Lord Bishop, I am young in years and in the ways of the world, yet I know your trick. You put words into Sir Thomas' mouth.
5: Confess, madam, and you will be forgiven?
2: Yes, and then
5: beheaded. Your grace, the queen herself swears that you are against her marriage to the Spanish king. You are against the crown.
2: Say rather that I am for England, as I hope you all are. The people have had enough of strife and blood. So much too much that they call my sister Bloody Mary. Hear you?
4: She speaks against the queen.
2: Lord Bishop Gardiner, look to how you treat me. I am still royalty. King Henry's blood flows in my veins. And I may yet be queen and you may yet to the scaffold. Oh, my lady. I
5: I crave your pardon, your grace. My lady Elizabeth. What does I am an old man and not callous of heart. It grieves me that I should be hard upon one so young and fair. But the queen commands. She orders.
2: She commands what?
5: She commands you to the tower.
2: Then. There is no hope. No. The Tower of London is the tomb of hope. Well, for this journey there need be no packing. But Lord Sussex, may I take your arm? Ashley? Yes, madam. This Monday. Perhaps. No. No, I think it is Tuesday. Oh, it will, maybe. But is it day or night? They are the same in this place. And yet, there is a sun and a moon, and men and women laughing, and flowers being picked. Oh, come now, no tears. <laughs> Let us think of the young soldier, the brave one who escorted us here. Ah, the God who wept at the sight of you and then throw down his arms and would not close the door tower upon you. He cried out, Long live Elizabeth. I... With my friend. You have many friends, Your Grace. The reason my sister fears me. My lady, be quiet. Elizabeth. Well, what kind of jailer is this?
4: No jailer. A fellow prisoner. And once playmate of your childhood.
2: Oh, Robin Dudley
4: You smile and frown in the same
2: moment We were once children together, yes But your father was Northumberland, enemy to me and my sister
4: And the cause of my imprisonment But now he is dead and soon we may be Tonight let us dine together in my quarters
2: No, my lady This is some trap, perhaps What prisoner wanders about the tower with a fistful of keys? No
4: one can do anything with money in this place Except escape from it Elizabeth, my table is already spread and I have a lute. We shall play and sing and dance.
2: No, oh, play and sing and dance. What are those? I've almost forgotten to remember.
4: Then let me help you.
2: Your grace, it is dangerous. Yes. Dangerous to live, even dangerous to avoid danger.
4: Elizabeth, say you will.
2: Yes. Yes, my Robin, Yes. <laughs> Oh, Elizabeth.
4: Oh, Robin, Robin, (laughs) this is
2: madness. Two prisoners singing and dancing as though these stone walls were but a bar of flowers.
4: And are they not? Where you are, my Elizabeth, flowers spring from stone. Robin,
6: you
2: mustn't.
4: I may say what I please. What punishment would you threaten me? To the tower?
2: You are only lonely. You've forgotten what women are. And I'm a poor reminder. My face is pale. I'm thin.
4: And still beautiful. Your eyes are still those of a princess, and yet, tender as a girl in love.
2: I've known so little of love. But now. My Robin. My sweet Robin.
4: You cry. It,
2: It cannot be.
4: Elizabeth.
2: Our love is deadly. My kisses may send you to the scaffold.
4: Then let it be. Life or death, I take them both from your hands. And you'd make them glorious. Now
2: I must give you life as you've given me life. I thank you, dear Robin, for new hope. This darkness must pass for you and for me and for England. Yes, I believe now that I shall live.
4: And someday be queen.
2: Someday. Then
4: another kiss and be my queen now.
2: Good night, dear Robin.
4: Elizabeth.
2: Good night until... Until, pray God, another night...
0: You good morning, madam.
2: Shh, her grace is at prayer. No, I'm done, my lord gardener. Tell me, sir, we heard bells ringing. Such ringing has penetrated even these stone walls.
0: The city is in festival for the marriage of her majesty.
2: So I gain a new enemy, Philip the Spaniard. But you come to tell me that?
4: Your grace is to leave the tower, my
2: lady. Oh, my lady. I feared this. The spies have reported last night. And now the price for one hour of happiness. Happiness?
0: Here, madam? In this
2: place? You will not harm him. Give me your word. Your meaning is beyond me. May it be so, but I doubt it. No, I will not go. Lila, God, take her. No, on, let sir. me stay. The tower is my home. Only here have I known love. Let me die near him. Ashley, Ashley. Oh, my lady. Oh, my dear, poor lady. <laughs> My bed, sister. None will harm you. We are alone. Now, is not Hampton Court better than the tower? One place is another to a prisoner, Your Majesty. I suppose. But if I were to pardon you, to set you free... Your Majesty. The rebel Sir Thomas Wyatt has made full exoneration of you in his plot. He speaks the truth. I know it now. There is another matter first. The Prince of Piedmont shall be your husband. I refused him once. And now you have learned wisdom. I would be an exile from England. Banished from our souls, yes. But alive and free. There is no life nor freedom for me away from England. You still think to be queen. You know I'm sick and may not live long. I pray that is not so. And that your marriage with Philip be long and happy. So happy, your majesty, that even your subjects will reap benefits. Oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. What is this you do to me? You stand like my conscience, mocking me. Perhaps because through me you see your country, which has suffered even more than I. You torture me no longer. I've given you your last chance and you defy me. Out of my sight. and remove her. For devil guards, about us. No my dear. Philip, send her away.
5: You wished me to listen in secret. Now I must speak openly. Princess Elizabeth, I heard all. You
2: heard too much!
5: Enough to convince me, my dear. Your sister is your conscience, as you say. She speaks to you more truly than your jealous counsellors. Lady Elizabeth, I have been told you are not my friend.
2: Your Majesty, I am friend to those who are friend to England.
5: As I am friend to Spain, and it is right. We cannot be traitors to the lands of our birth. My wife is English, and she must rule England for England alone. As I shall rule Spain for Spain alone.
2: Then we could be friends.
5: Good friends. So long as I am in this foreign land, I mean that we shall be. Philip. It is our wish, Elizabeth, that you should attend our court. You are our dear sister and no longer prisoner.
2: Your Majesty, I kneel. But not to you nor to the queen, but to the mercy God has shown me and to the glorious future of England.
0: and James Hilton will return in a moment. When you select a card to send to a friend who is sick or having a birthday or starting a new job or getting married, how do you choose it? If you're like most people, first you look for a pleasing design, one that will properly reflect your good taste. That will bring added pleasure to the person receiving it. Then you read the message. If it contains the right words, if it sounds like you, that's the card you send. And that's exactly why the makers of Hallmark Cards are so particular about the designs they create for Hallmark Cards and the words that go inside. They know you want a card to represent you, your good taste in design, and your thoughts and feelings expressed in the right words. Yes, just as you dress up when you go calling, so the words on the card you send must represent you at your best. It's with this ideal, this extra understanding of the person-to-person message that Hallmark Cards are made. That's why you can find a Hallmark card that says what you want to say, the way you want to say it. Why that Hallmark on the back of a card means so much to both the sender and the receiver. That's why it has come to mean you cared enough to send the very best. Here again is James Hilton.
1: Thanks, Anne Baxter, for being with us on the Hallmark Playhouse tonight, for your wonderful performance, and for giving us such a vivid insight into the personality of England's famous queen.
2: Thank you, Mr. Hilton. You know, whenever I read or hear any story of court life, I always feel a little sorry for kings and queens of old. They they were never sure just who was a friend. When you hear about them, you come to realize how important it is to have friends and how necessary a little thoughtfulness is in the world. That's why I'm especially fond of you Hallmark people and your fine Hallmark cards. Your whole business is built on the tradition of friendship and thoughtfulness.
1: That's a very nice tribute, Anne, and we shall try to add to our tradition next week when we present Blanche Chenery Perrin's Rest and Be Thankful, a charming story of two women who search for peace and happiness far afield, only to find them close at home in the mountains of Wyoming. And as our star, we are very happy to welcome one of Hollywood's favorite actresses, Dorothy McGuire. May I remind you also that this is Red Cross Month, when the Red Cross seeks your help so that others can be helped all the year around. Remember, when you make your contribution to the Red Cross this year, you are defending your family, your community, your nation. So do give generously. Our Hallmark Playhouse is every Thursday. Our director-producer is Bill Gay. Our score tonight was arranged for Music of the Period and conducted by Lynn Murray, and our script was adapted by Leonard St. Clair. Until next Thursday, then, this is James Hilton saying good (laughs) night. Look for Hallmark cards that are sold
0: only in stores that have been carefully selected to give you expert and friendly service. Remember, a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best. Anne Baxter may soon be seen co-starring with Glenn Ford in the 20th Century Fox production, Follow the Sun. The role of Queen Mary tonight was played by Lorene Tuttle. Constance Cavendish was Mrs. Ashley. Others in our cast were Ted DeCorsia, Ted Osborne, Whitfield Connor, Ben Wright, and Eric Snowden. This is Frank Goss saying goodnight to you all until next week at this same time when Hallmark Playhouse returns to present the lovely young Hollywood star Dorothy McGuire in Rest and Be Thankful. And in weeks to follow, a great human interest story of the early days of the horseless carriage. And to commemorate Mother's Day, Gladys Hasty carols A Man's Mother on the Hallmark Playhouse. This is CBS the Columbia Broadcasting System.
5: This is KMBC,
6: Kansas City, Missouri.